Welcome to the Mind Body TV podcast with Dr. Kim Duramo. I'm a conventionally trained physician sharing how the body heals and how you can access this state of healing effortlessly. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Mind Body TV. I'm Dr. Kim Duramo. I am going to be sharing, I think, one of the most important topics I've ever shared on, having just come full circle with a major recalibration in my life that kind of, in a way, like kicked my butt, but uh, in a much bigger way, um, it was a huge, huge gift. And I've shared the last few weeks about this, uh, about being really, really sick with, you know, an acute illness, um, but having the realization that this was a rewrite for me. You know, every time we go through an acute illness, whether it's like a viral illness, um, our genetic pattern is getting rewritten. Our physiology is getting recreated in a new consciousness. Um, we think of disease as this really bad thing, but you have a, a different and stronger immune system after a calibration like this. You have a different uh, nervous system, hormonal system after a calibration like this. You know, we've seen more than 85% of the DNA in our body has been donated from pathogens like bacteria, microorganisms, viruses. Um, and these are programs in the DNA that allow us to be healthier and more resilient and to um, regenerate ourselves. So it's not like this bad thing many have been uh, taught to make it out as. And so having gone through this process consciously, welcoming what this was doing for me, uh, I let so much into my life. And in the last um, week, I just still felt so awful. I had canceled um, a bunch of stuff that really meant a lot to me, but I was aware that this means more. Uh, this was generating more than that would have created in my life to like push through and do those things. And so one of the things um, that came up to talk about today, uh, because I, I did sort of get this reboot of my life force. Um, and yesterday literally felt like I'm, I'm just lacking life force. Like I am so depleted and I was really not happy about it, but still realizing like Kim just surrender because I knew there's nothing I can do to make this come back. Like there's no magic energy drink. There's no magic, you know, get it going and push hard, do a bunch of push-ups. I don't know, like reboot your energy. Like there, there was no way there was anything I could possibly do that was going to like force that to happen. Right. So all I could do was surrender. All I could do was surrender, which is what I did, you know, more and more and more like, no, keep going down. You got to go down to come up, keep going down, keep going down. The regeneration will happen when it happens and it will come through you. It's not going to come from you. So there was so much surrender through this process. And then, um, Last night, I had this amazing treatment by this amazing Chinese medicine man who is just one of the most amazing people in my life. Did I say enough amazings in that sentence? He's uh, super genius, super talented, and he's helped me understand my body in a whole new way. And, you know, I've had like a bunch of treatments over this period of time that help and support my body going through. And, you know, it's not time until it's time. And one of the things he said was, um, sometimes like life, the universe, God is giving you a lesson. And if you get the lesson, 
you're you're richer for the rest of your life. And if you don't get the lesson and just keep plowing through in the old consciousness, like you're really missing the boat. So whether someone has um, like cancer or disease or whatever, um, and they realize, which like pretty universally, the people I've worked with to bring them through that to the other side will say, I can see all the reasons why this was a gift. This changed who I am. I'm more connected with myself. I'm less pushing and more receptive. I'm more authentic in who I am and in my relationships. Like I'm really, really revamped their whole life. And then when that life force comes back and that new foundation, like their whole life is different, everything. And it's a gift. And so um, that can be a lot to ask when we have something like a diagnosis like that. Um, but anything that's coming our way is meant to be received so that we can go through that process of awakening. And so anyway, um, he, he said this and I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm really glad I'm getting it now. I, I'm not going to leave anything on the table and just like, oh, so glad I feel better. Let me get back at it. Like, I want this to change me in all the ways it's come to change me. I'm ready for that on every level. So there was so much surrender. And then after the treatment, I really felt so much more energy, so much more positivity, so much more life force moving through my system. And I got the message that I needed to get, which is always about deeper listening. So today, um, I felt amazing. I feel just so, so like joyful and positive and excited. And then all these things, like there's like really amazing things that happened in my family and in my business and actually with my husband that were really, really cool. And I'm like, I didn't make that happen. I've received that. And I'm in a whole new foundation where a lot of things can flow more easily. So, um, I, I messaged and then I called Alicia real quick and I was like, can I change today's topic? I had a private session this morning with someone and this topic came in because it was like, we think of the nothing, like I'm just going to do nothing. I'm sick. I can't do anything. I'm going to be on the couch. I'm doing nothing. Or like, whoa, I just need to go into the stillness and slow down. I'm doing nothing. And in this session, this amazing woman I've been able to work with um, had that realization like, it's not nothing. Like there is the eons of generation, generative power that are happening when I'm in the no thing, when I'm in the slowing down, when I'm in the stop. And so I, I messaged Alicia and was like, we're changing. I'm changing the topic. <laughs> um, can doing nothing create everything? Because the reality is, and what I realized when I was on the couch so much was that the most productive thing I can be doing right now in that moment is just shutting down and letting my body degenerate, regenerate for me. Because all the times I've been sick in the past, it was like this nuisance, like, oh, now my life is derailed. Oh, now I just got to get better. And it's like kind of a pain that you got to shut down and turn off and like, I'm wasting all this time when I could be doing something generative. But that's a total lie. And then this time I realized more than ever, the greatest generation, generative power, the greatest productivity is in my being still and just shutting down and letting my body do the work for me and letting my body go into this deep recalibration, which it definitely did. I could feel it while I was in the process. I'm definitely seeing the results of that now that I'm coming out of that process. Um, 
So yeah, that's our title for today is can doing nothing create everything. And I want to bring you through the realization for this on your own and how you can more and more go into the no thing to allow massive generative power in your life. So welcome everyone over here on Instagram and welcome everyone over here in the mind body community and Facebook. Oh, not showing on YouTube. I don't know why. I am sorry about that. Um, but we're here in our Facebook community in my mind, mind body community. So here we are. I do see some people in YouTube, so maybe it is working. <clears throat> All right. Um, thank you for tuning in. Met Louise from Denmark. Cassia. Hello. Blessing. Thank you, Dr. Kim, for blessing us with this abundance of clarity. Hello, Jennifer from Gabriola Island, British Columbia. Someone in Facebook from Walt Disney World. That's awesome. <clears throat> Holly, this is exactly what I'm struggling with right now. I see myself in a pattern of working hard and not being able to stop and freaking out about it. Yeah, so life will give us when we get to a certain point where like the only thing to do is go in and generate that like nothing's happening. I'm working harder and harder and not getting results or I'm trying and I'm just getting more sick or um you'll see, right? So there's the outer, which is the masculine, the scene, the doing, the action. Um, this has a lot to do. Oh, so we have the sun, right? You think the sun is the governing for the outer masculine. We all have masculine and feminine energies within us. The feminine is the unseen. It is the being, it is the inner, and that's associated with the moon, right? Like the sun puts off its own light. The moon is reflecting a different kind of light emanating from the moon. Very, very different energies. The sun is heating. The moon is cooling, which is kind of cool. Like I didn't know that till sometime this year that when we're, if you're standing in moonlight, you're actually going to get cooler. Uh, that light is cooling to your system. So fascinating that this whole illness recalibration I went through had a lot to do with my yin energy, the feminine energy, and really strengthening that and letting it live more. So yin is, okay, think of like, you're going to go exercise and you like, you strengthen your biceps, right? And then you rest and recover for a day. They say like, don't do the same thing two days in a row. Okay. Well, what's actually happening? We think the gains are during the workout, but in fact, the gains are during the rest period regeneration and strengthening that muscle to be a stronger muscle happens in the stillness, in the rest period. It's actually when we're exercising, we're like tearing up and degenerating the fibers. But then in the yin period of rest and recovery is when they get regenerated and strengthened. And now you have a stronger muscle and a stronger body. In our society, we've totally revered one and totally like not just neglected, but sort of like shit all over the other one. If you stop and you slow and you like go in, go within and, and you're still, you're lazy. If you stop and slow down, you're not productive. If you're doing nothing, you're wasting time, right? So like all we've done is put this one on a pedestal and put this one in the gutter. And you can see this even with sexuality. We're not going to get into that too much, but like, you know, the masculine potency, oh, a girl, you know, a woman who's sexual is, we have lots of derogatory terms for what that would be. So we sort of like are in this culture that has us like push, push, push outer, 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 like worshiping the outer and then totally um, 
someone's going to help me find the word because uh, it's not just neglecting the inner, it's uh, trashing the inner, trashing the feminine energy. And that just throws everybody off and throws our health off. I have this awesome person in my life who was a, was an elite Olympic level figure skater when she was younger. And there was so much mental toughness and so much push and so much like strength. And she realized at one point, like, nope, I'm not doing this anymore. And left that, changed her life. And, but she's always kept that mental toughness. And it's been an asset in many ways, but then when it's overdone or you don't also have the softness of the no thing, you don't have the resilience. And this person's going through like a major change in her life at this time. And life is really calling her to cultivate more of that inner and more of that uh, resilience and more of that softness, which I have seen to be unthinkably powerful in what it's created in my life. And so she's ended up like having an accident and this little thing. And then she got a gash on her arm and ended up in the ER again. And then this thing happened with her ankle. She's in the ER a third time within a short period of time. And she's like, what is going on? Why do I keep ending up here? And what I was seeing is like, you're being asked to surrender. You're being asked, you're being put in these situations that are forcing you to receive and let yourself being taken care of where the mode she'd been used to is top through it, push through it. I'm, you know, I'm going to, I don't need to get help. I'm good. I'm good. I'm in charge of it. I've got it. And they're both, you know, qualities that can be useful, but it's a matter of like, have we overdone it in one aspect and not strengthened into the other? And it was pretty cool because she saw it right away. Like, yeah, I agree with you a hundred percent. Like life is really asking me to let go of a, of a layer of whatever that was. Um, and so this is for all of us as a collective, as a culture, as a human collective, we, it is required, right. To birth a new consciousness and to birth a new world and all the new structures of like, medicine and a true healthcare structure, um, finances and a, you know, a, a transparent, authentic financial structure based not on debt, corruption and lack, but a financial structure based on um, authenticity, transparency <clears throat> uh, and abundance, where as I give, I actually get wealthier. Obviously, in our current financial system, that is not the picture we have going on. But in an enlightened and awakened system, the more I give, you know, maybe I'm a farmer and I'm growing, you know, uh, food and I love to give this food and I'm going to go to the market and sell it. And I actually had an amazing day as I'm giving, I'm receiving, I'm nurturing these other people. So there can be fulfillment in our livelihood where it's a win win in that exchange, but not in the systems we've been operating from. The educational system that's more based on like, be obedient, sit in the seat and be a minion. So then, you know, large corporations can have those soldiers do the work and not ask any questions and get it all done, which is what was created over a hundred years ago. Um, but we're now seeing like, wait a minute, that's why this educational system was created and that's what it's based on. And we've been taught to think it was based on what's going to create success for those individuals. Well, yeah, 50 years ago, maybe we're still in that paradigm, but we're certainly not anymore. And so we're starting to wake up and see that these structures aren't actually serving our collective. Someone graduates from the highest level of college and they go and live at home with their mom, like can't even sustain their own lifestyle, let alone a, a wealthy proliferative one or taking care of a family. So we're starting to wake up and see like, oh, this healthcare system is actually a disease care system. It doesn't do anything to support health. Great. There are some roles for that, but maybe we can create something in a new way. 
we can't let that come through. We can't birth through those new structures from the doing, 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 outer, 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 productive, productive paradigm we've been in. We've got to allow some degree of going within to allow a recalibration in our foundation of consciousness, in how we see the world and who we see ourselves to be. And so sometimes shutting everything down, just like you shut your computer down, can let the whole computer reboot to an entirely new system, an entirely new foundation, and an entirely new way of functioning. That is what's happening for us. So sometimes when we get sick, when we have that reboot of an acute illness and we're like, whoa, I got to slow down and shut her down for a while, it is actually the most productive thing we could do. <laughs> Hello to Heidi. All right, let me just check in with our comments here. Paul, good morning. Danielle, uh, Heidi, I feel this in my life as well. I'm open to a deeper replenishment and life force infusion. Yeah, and you'll realize, thank you, JP, you'll realize that can't come fr from you in that outer masculine doing, push harder, do more you're going to max out. And all of us can go keep trying it as long as you need to, to get that clarity yourself, that it's going to be limited, that without the inner and the regeneration and the recalibration, nothing new can be created, no matter how much you push, no matter how much energy you put into it. Pull so much guilt from all the programming. Well, and that's one thing that would come up for me a lot in the past with like getting sick and needing to like God, I got to tell you guys, honestly, I, I really hardly ever canceled anything. Like I would just muster up the energy and I would go. And this time, cause it was like, oh, I don't want to cancel that. I want to do that. So I'd like get myself through it. And this time it was like, nope, that's just not an option. You're just not going to do that. And so I canceled things that were really important to me. And, um, <laughs> And, and it wasn't how it would have been before where it was like, oh, guilt or it was like, okay, I get there's clarity. I get it. I'm going to let this go and I'm going to trust that it creates more to do so. So sometimes letting the guilt move through, breathe it, witness it, acknowledge it, surrender, right? Don't try to protect yourself from feeling it. You got to feel it to heal it. You got to feel it to heal it. So when you feel it, it's up. Now you're breathing it you're moving it, you're dissolving it. And that energy releases from your body. But what you resist persists. So if you're resisting it, oh, no, I don't want to feel the guilt. So you like muster up the energy to like try to be everything to everybody. You're not going to feel the guilt, but it's still in your system. And it's still creating that low frequency experience. So um, that's one thing that can come up when you're met with an illness or a situation you don't, you can't control. So you've got to let go of that, breathe through it. Uh, been taught working hard and doing equals success. And I'm open to a new way of being. Yeah, isn't that what our culture teaches? Work hard, do, do, and that's success. Huh, is that actually true? You got to ask that within your own system. Um, Lisa said, I realized I needed to embrace the storm, not brace for the storm. I needed to love the slowing down and not resist it. This is cool because I have this, um, I have this, I don't know if it really fits so much with our theme, but I'm going to share this. I have this hanging on my wall that my mom sent me last year. And it says, uh, and this was actually really huge for me to receive this from my mom. Uh, I know there's a reflection there. Sorry. It says they whispered to her, you can't withstand the storm. 
she whispered back, I am the storm. Can you see that? I know the light is reflecting. Here we go. <laughs> uh, and that was a pretty cool thing to realize. I am the power. I am that which I'm seeking. I am the power that's showing up in my life. Uh, and I am the space and consciousness that either makes space to let it course through and flow powerfully, life force, or I'm holding the space and consciousness that sort of squeezes it off. So I'm just barely surviving with only a little bit of energy and only a little bit of finances and I'm struggling, right? What space and consciousness can I be so that everything comes with ease? And that's why being in the no thing, I'm not being in the doing. You can't create life force, you guys. Try to regenerate your kidney. You're going to be like eons of struggle with that one. But you can open to be the space and consciousness that lets your kidneys regenerate, that lets your body regenerate quickly, smoothly, easily, that lets your liver detoxify your body and process. What space and consciousness can I be that allows grandeur, majesty, amazingness to flow through my life? Not just in my embodiment and in my health, but in my life and in my world and in my manifestation. That is how we create a new world. That is how we become the space that amazing new structures get created in the world. And it's also how we embody the actions that create that because maybe you're here to hold space for amazing things coming through the world, right? And then someone goes and creates like some kind of technology that heals the body. Maybe you're here to be doing the technology and you're an engineer putting that together. Either way, it's the same process. Openness, receptivity, let those ideas come through you and let the energy come through you for the actions because it's very different to let the inspiration come through you to get up out of bed in the morning and like have an amazing day versus muster up the motivation to like, I'm going to make it an amazing day. A totally different consciousness, totally different result. Mm, thank you, Lisa. <laughs> um, shame. Oh, thank you for mentioning this. Um, so we talked about guilt which is very closely related with shame. The frequency of shame is the lowest frequency consciousness we can embody, the lowest nugget of density we can hold in our system. And it can be the hardest one to embrace, to let it come up and move through. Some of the tools I'm sharing are going to be exactly what will support you in that moment when you're ready to let go of that shame, to no longer carry it in your system and so thus no longer manifest it in your reality. And it won't be comfortable, probably, right? But if you breathe into the sensations you're feeling, like relax your body. I had an amazing, beautiful woman in the Be The Medicine program yesterday who said, there's all this tension in my body and I lie in bed at night and I'm just feeling the tension and I can't let go of the tension. And when I felt into her body, I could feel it's just a conclusion because when she would soften exactly what's going to come up are these energies. She decided somewhere along the way, I can't meet that. I can't meet that. I can't meet that. And so the tension is literally like keeping a cap on that, keeping that suppressed. 
but she does know she's capable now of meeting those energies and letting them move through. So we did some simple things to support her in doing that. And it's the same for you. A lot of time there's physical tension, which will create physical disease, often chronic pain syndromes or fibromyalgia. And when we choose to let that soften, all these energies that that tension was suppressing are going to come up. And if you're willing to meet them and you're maybe a little bit practiced with this, do the ABC tool, the instant elevation, like just practice a little bit, you're going to meet that magic moment. And that's literally the potent moment that allows the depths of hell to just dissolve out of your system. You don't need to carry that shame. Thank you. Um, Good, good people are resonating with this. Lisa, I used to see receiving as being selfish. What the heck? Yeah. Yeah, we block receiving. And that's part of the um, uh, trashing the yin aspect, right? Trashing the feminine aspect. The feminine is the softness, is the receiving. Oh, thank you for this beautiful, wonderful gifts, right? The masculine's like, I'm going to go out and, you know, uh, uh, hunt the, 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 the food. <laughs> and in our society, you know, I'm going to go out the masculine aspect, whether it's within, you know, whatever body it's in is when I'm going to go out and, you know, get it done. And then the feminine aspect is, oh, I'm receiving the abundance of that. And so if we make one of them wrong, like look at what it creates in our society, everybody's doing, 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 and nobody's actually receiving and having an abundant experience of joy and gratitude and freedom kind of a mess. So can you start to cultivate that in your system, whether you're a woman or a man? In a way that you're willing, are you willing to receive? Because the first things you're going to receive are all the things you've suppressed. And that's why receptivity feels sometimes like, oh no, it's bad. I'm going to soften that tension in the body. And then all the shame and guilt is going to come up. I'm going to choose to do no thing and I'm going to just meditate on the couch or just relax and watch TV and be oh, all the guilt comes up, right? No, this is bad. I shouldn't do this. Oh no. What if I just receive what's coming up? What if I just receive my moment? If you get better at receiving your moment, abundance can't not come your way. If you get better at receiving your moment, wealth, health, and abundance cannot not come your way. It is inevitable. It has to flow in because the first things you're going to receive are those things you've suppressed. So just breathe right into them. Exhale. Breathe right into them. Exhale. For how long? For as long as they're here. And once that moves, even just a little bit, you feel the lightness. You feel the joy. You feel the abundance. You feel the freedom. You feel, you experience everything you've been working your ass off for and trying to get. You can't get it. You can only receive it. What if I could be a better receiver? So that is such a massive key. And thank you for sharing that because that's one of the things that like gets trashed in the, in the no thing. Oh, that can't be generative. That can't be productive. That can never be a good thing. I've got to just do. Whoa, what a total delusion. I'm confused. How do we get our daily tasks and jobs done? If we slow down, I can see it's killing me, but how do I stop? This is sort of like the pinnacle question of the ego. The ego just assumes that if I go into the stillness, that nothing happens. 
no energy comes, no inspiration comes and no action comes. And that's like the big fat lie we all buy into. And so why we don't go into the no thing. We see the no thing as worthless. We see the no thing as, you know, literally nothing. And what if nothing creates everything? What if that is the prime creative space through which all things come into your life, including energy, inspiration, and action, right? Where does the inspiration come from? Every action is either fueled from motivation or inspiration. Motivation is based in the small self. It's based in fear and it's based in control. It's based in like, I'm going to make it happen. You know, the small self, like, I'm going to make it happen, right? So we totally shut down from source that created all that is and your liver and your kidneys and is pumping your heart right now. And you're like, no, thanks. Not needed here. I'm going to do it. Right. So we power our way through lives and ultimately get depleted. <sighs> Versus if I allow inspiration right? Because motivation is like, oh no, something bad might happen. Let me prevent it. And I'm going to work hard. Oh no, I've got to make sure I succeed. Let me do it, right? That's motivation. Inspiration comes from truth. Inspiration comes from the same source energy that created you. Inspiration will create very specific action that is exponentially more powerful than anything that gets created from motivation. And the action that gets generated from inspiration is often way, 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 way less because it's so specific. Like think of a whole bunch of dominoes lined up and you're like, oh, we got that last domino on the other side of the world. How could I make it happen? Right. But the true self knows, oh, here's where I, what I'm going to do is yeah, it's an action, kind of an effortless action. It's going to knock off the first domino and then the whole thing, it happens for you. That is how life is set up. Let life do the work. You follow your inspiration. It's going to be not, not just effortless like, oh, all I did was a little flick on my finger. Sometimes it's like I ran a whole marathon, but I had so much inspiration and energy and encouragement that I could enjoy every step of the way, that I was fueled every step of the way. So it doesn't mean inspired action is always small. It just means it's always fueled and supported and fulfilling. And so the difference between motivated action and inspired action is motivated action will always feel like a means to an end. I'm going to get my degree and then someday I'm going to show them who I really am and I'm going to have X, Y, Z happen and then I'm going to feel good. Versus like, I'm going to do this action. Maybe it's the same action. I study something I love. I'm going to get that degree. I'm going to... It, but it's fulfilling. I love going to school every day. When I went to medical school, I loved going to school every day. I loved what I was learning. It was an end in and of itself. Inspired action will always create exponentially more, but it's an end in and of itself. So you monitor your moment. You drop into your actions of, I'm going to get out of bed because ah, I got to make sure I get this taken care of. Wait a minute. Lay back in that bed. Soften your body. How can I move from inspiration? What am I inspired for today? What inspires me? And let it move you. And maybe you lie there for what seems like forever. And maybe fear comes up. If I don't move now, I'll never get up. Yes, 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 yes. All of it's there. Just welcome it. The inspiration is underneath that. 
the guilt and the fear. <laughs> I promise you it's there and I promise you it will come. You've got to be the container and hold the space for it. So thank you for asking that, Angie. Fiona, I just felt so guilty today for not doing anything constructive. <laughs> That's the lie, right? What if being here, just listening to this video is the most generative thing that ever happens in your life? Hmm. So the question I have for you is, are you willing to live from this space, from this foundation of truth that I am that which I'm seeking? I am the space and consciousness that lets things get generated rather than I need to do, 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 do. I need to make it from the small self. Inspiration versus motivation. Where will you live from, from this moment forward? Thank you guys for being here. Uh, I'm at drkimd.com. We're here live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Mountain Time in the Mind Body Community in Facebook and in YouTube, Dr. Kim Doramo. You can uh, subscribe in YouTube, share this video with others, hit the like button because that is what allows other people to find this work. And we're going to just ask life to share this as well because this is an organic process. Um, we also have um, Mind Body Mentors. We have the um, Mind Body Mentor Month um, starting next week. Uh, no, starting in October. Is that next week? <laughs> um, and I want to thank Alicia for changing our topic last minute today. We do have a really, really cool topic we were going to do today that I will share at some point in the near future. Um, and uh, this just was like a really inspired um, topic. So I'm, I'm glad we were able to change it. Alicia and Jess have both been doing amazing, amazing private work one-on-one -on -one with individuals to integrate this exact work and let it begin to open in you, in your system. It will show you. So it's not like we're teaching you a bunch of stuff or uh, giving you something you don't already have. This work is specifically to open you to that which is already within you. Millions of people are ready for this. Um, if you would like one-on-one -on -one mentorship in a very powerful way with this work, you can go to drkimd.com forward slash mentors and look at the information for Jess or Alicia to begin working with one of those amazing women for this work. And we're going to bring them in live starting next week. Yes, in October, so that um, you can get a sense of who they are, of what their journeys have been, of how they've opened to this source energy within them and moved through guilt and moved through shame and moved through a ton of fear and found how regenerating it is, how generative it is in creating massive, unthinkable things in their lives, in their work, in their relationship, in their health. Um, so you'll be hearing their stories personally. And if you would like to get a jump on that and register for working with them, you are welcome to do that. I will put the link here, drkindy.com forward slash mentors. And thank you guys, as always, for joining me. I'm so excited to be here every week. <sighs> keep living, keep choosing from inspiration. If it isn't here now, it's just that there, you need more of you here now. Bring your presence here now. Feel, sense, breathe into this moment. Because I promise you, it's not life that isn't showing up in the equation. We ourselves can show up more fully and watch the magic happen. I love you and I will see you soon. Someone just gave a great Winnie the Pooh quote. Doing nothing often leads to the very best of some things. Thank you. I couldn't have said it better. All right. I love you guys. I will see you soon.
You've been listening to the Mind Body TV podcast with Dr. Kim Duramo. For a special download to assist with integrating this work, go to drkimd.com forward slash podcast.